I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to another fun flying sisters slapping feed me straight cat eating episode of Spooky Time Podcast. Oh my god, Spooky Time presents. This is Oh man, <laughs> Spooky Time presents a Spooky Time podcast. You were so close. A spook yes, uh by uh This is a Spooky Time network. I hardly joint. endorse this event or product. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that. Hello, welcome. You're listening to Spooky Time Presents. Officially, this is what it is, always and forever, un- until the tides turn red <laughs> and you're and you find out abruptly that your girlfriend is not putting the pad on her coochie. It's for her underpants. Um, oh, I saw that. <laughs> what an idiot! Fuck you, Isaac. You dumb piece of shit. Oh, whatever his name is. Yes, but uh, oh, yeah. probably it's nuts. But yes, hi, welcome. We are uh, we will be discussing today uh, um, American Psycho. Bum, bum, I feel lethal, on the verge of frenzy. I think my mask of sanity is about to slip. Have any witnesses or fingerprints actually yes. uh yeah the film mm. like i said 2000 it was directed by a little old lady named mary it's funny to think that this movie was made by a lady mary hansen or heron excuse me this movie was made by two oh, ladies the, oh i can't wait That's to get surprising. into that because i had no idea based yeah. off the book by uh brett easton ellis american psycho same name um, let's get right into it. But first, uh, I'm a playful yet mysterious uh, little dish of a host tonight named uh, Jarrett Miller. Who's joining me today? <laughs> oh, I'm American Psycho. <laughs> uh, my name is Kyle, and we're going to have to wrap this podcast up pretty soon. I have reservations. Oh, my God. Oh, he's lying. <laughs> they know oh. me there. <laughs> And I have to go return some videotapes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to this movie. But straight up, I am so fucking excited. Right? I love this movie. Jerry, you went through an American Psycho phase. (laughs) Right around your RoboCop phase. They they intertwined. (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar. I remember. I remember watching this and RoboCop a lot. Like, around the same year what like 20 2014 2013 we, uh, maybe we, yeah we were watching mm-hmm. this and then i think we started watching uh i think matt and i watched wall street once and then we were like that was fun that was fine uh-huh. but like uh it could be it could have been less in my face but uh and then we uh-huh. saw american psycho and it was like the perfect blend of like robocop and wall street so it was like all right this is great amazing yes. film uh it's it's christian bale uh he won't go anywhere without reservations so uh if you've never seen this movie we got a little rundown of the film real quick for you 
Um, it's about a little boy named Stinker Magoo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So American Psycho. Welcome to the world of Patrick Bateman, the titular American Psycho. It's war- it's world full of depth, skincare, restaurant reservations, and the hottest spots. And can't forget feeding kittens to ATMs. Throughout this movie, we spend our time learning about and maybe even loving Patrick. He's a high and mighty ad executive. What? No, he's not an ad. He's some sort of vice president, accountant, ad exec. It's not really clear. He's like a Wall Street fat cat. Like, like that's uh, the yeah. Garfield I don't think you're supposed to really know. It's very ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure he has a job. I think he just hangs he out does. at his office I th- all day. And he just rents videotapes and just draw. It's like, because you know at one point they say that his dad owns the company. So is that why he just does nothing except draw in his fucking planner? I don't know. We'll get into that. Patrick's got a lovely mm-hmm. assistant, a circle of friends he sometimes doesn't hate, and a fiance who he sees only uh, in the spring and autumn equinoxes. Oh my god, he's got it all! <laughs> but his coworker Paul Allen has a slightly better version of it all and a haircut. That's unacceptable. Patty cannot stand it uh, and decides to heck with Paul uh, and uh, puts him to hacks him to bits with an axe. Dead. On the style mm-hmm. section, that's not for his little chow. Uh, his life is fine. Uh, finally, now that Paul's out of the picture, his life is finally perfect again. So he celebrates with some prostitutes. Love it. Uh, but the trouble soon rears its ugly head again, and the detective investigating Paul's disappearance, Willem Dafoe, uh, starts to pop up around the office. Uh oh. Uh, Patrick smooth talks the detective and now needs to blow off some steam. He starts uh, freaking out all over the place and almost kills his lovely assistant. He freaks out. His freak out ultimately like hits its climax when uh, he just kind of starts mowing down like old ladies and cops and like dude and dudes sitting Mm -hmm. at their at their desk, like the building security guard. Um, Eventually, he's uh, he's held up in his office building. Uh, and the police helicopter is looking after him, and uh, it's it's time to face. Yes, very good, oh, fellas. Yes. Time to face <laughs> the music. Um, time to tap the brakes a little. Uh, so <laughs> Pat thinks to himself, standing over the wreckage of this cop uh, of this cop copter, uh, he tries to kill his lawyer, or excuse me, he tries to tell his lawyer about his uh, indiscretions, his uh, his naughtiness, so to speak, uh, but only comes to the realization that his lawyer does not recognize him and tells him to essentially, as Kyle wrote here in, in beautiful prose, eat a bag of dicks. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love saying that to people. Ultimately, the movie ends with Patrick sitting back and realizing he might be 800% crazier than he thought he was, eh, as is the Francais Athene. <laughs> yes beautiful but there's clap, clap. yeah oh thank you you wrote it kyle kyle helped a brother out and uh wrote this beautiful little synopsis for me because work was cray cray today um but yeah it was there there's i think this move basically if someone was to tell me this this plot as kyle has written it i would be like holy fucking shit i need to see this movie today so you know what uh-huh. uh, I I think I kind of know where we're all gonna lie on this, but where do you what what what's your reaction to this? What how did you guys like the movie? I love 
I love this movie. The first time I saw it, I'd never heard of it. You know, I was just scrolling through and found it, decided to give it a chance. And it, from the first minute, it had me hooked and it kept me going, edge of my seat until the end. I love every moment, every scene of this. It's just so intense. It's a classic. It's so good. It's got so many just perfect scenes. I mean, we're going to talk about Hip to be Square probably for about 20 minutes i'm sure oh my god <laughs> i is huey lewis I, and i think didn't huey lewis like recreate a scene of this movie he did for, i think so cammy what about like you what do you yeah. think i really 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 like this movie not not um, quite in love though you're in like with it you're not in love with it I do, I do love it. It's not a movie that I revisit very often mm-hmm. um, because it's like it, the, I'm so like put off by how shitty the characters oh, are in this movie. Like they're bad people, not like they're they're poorly written. I think they're written really, really, really well. Too well. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that this movie was written by women. Uh, that's not to say that women are better at writing movies than men. I'm what I'm saying is like I think that female writers could better hit the nail on the head with the caricatures that are these wall street dudes in the 80s a better perspective you know? i definitely yeah. think too and like more of a uh, more more of an unbiased uh um uh, viewpoint in my honest opinion because it's like i i feel like you know some one of these guys would be like oh yeah you know i give you the shirt off my back hasta la vista baby and then it's like no i've been that secretary i've been that person i've been so and so it's like and then coming from the writers uh-huh. and the uh and the director of this film i'm sure like let's put these fuckers in their place like straight up <laughs> i love it <laughs> the women in this movie are basically like furniture for the most part except for like Jean mm-hmm. um and the men in this movie are just like animals they're like they're all exactly the same they all look exactly the same they are racist they're sexist they they're fucking they're pigs but they're also they make a lot of money but i think like the basis of this movie is that all of these guys are fucking losers who need reservations <laughs> Yeah, it's like they they whenever you see them dancing in the clubs <laughs> among the New York club kids in the 80s, they look so stupid. It's very strange. And, and yeah, it's such a weird like juxtaposition. And it's like you guys have no right being here. None. None whatsoever. Just because of how 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 exclusive they are. Because like the club kids scene was like Anyone can be here. Anyone can join us. Mm-hmm. This is for everybody. And then these Wall Street dudes walking in, all dressed exactly the same, like boring white guys. Oh, except you. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I think that, yeah, I just think this movie is really well written. Because it's funny. Oh, my God. It's so and funny. And then all of a sudden it'll take a turn and be super serious. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be funny again. It's there are so many great one liners. Very good movie. This is, there's so many great one liners yeah. in this entire movie. It's just like because you have ultimately I have a th- I, I like okay so like I love this movie. I think it's like honestly, uh-huh. um, one of the most rewatchable, and you still kind of find a little something different every time with it. Um, I, mm-hmm. I have, I have a theory about this movie. We can get into it a little bit later after we do some more, uh, 
fun facts and shit like that. But like, uh, I have, I have a theory about this movie. Uh, but also it's, it's, there's just so much going on that you don't even realize in the background. And it's just kind of like the whole humdrum of business and like the, this like lifestyle is just like, completely put on blast basically what you were saying just to show how like yeah these guys really are losers and like they're 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 essentially just like leading living their life to like go to work and like do as little work as possible and they're living for they're basically living for lunch in like some sort of like cigar club and like Harry's and Flutie's mm-hmm. and shit like that. And then just like cocktail hour. It's all these stupid things. And it's like, it does, they like barely even talk to each other about anything besides like their status within the company. And it's like, yeah, it, it, I mean like the, 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 uh, the business card scene is a great look on that too. And which is difficult to, I, I feel bad because that's such a visual scene and this is an audio format, but I mean, we'll do our best to, to relay that but yeah i i love this movie it's great christian bale is a fucking master of his craft in this movie absolutely Uh, knocks it out of the park every second he's on screen apparently he did a thousand crunches for real on the set of this movie i don't know (laughs) if i wake up in the morning and my face is a little puffy i'll put an ice pack on it is so unbelievable how beautiful his skin really looks in this movie. That, that lady even says it. And I it. know I know there's makeup on him. Yeah, I know that he's got makeup on. So soft. But they did a really really so good job <laughs> of making him look fucking flawless. I'm like drop more of that routine. For Bateman, real. <laughs> I need to know I need to know every single product that he uses. Well, I don't know what, if that's What did you um, next? Well, part of me thinks that is like, he looks like plastic almost at one point. Like he does. When he's like shining yeah. in the in the light. Like when he just gets so sweaty and just like uh, like yeah, you good guy. <laughs> like, he looks like a Ken doll. Yes. Oh, he's sculpted. He's from like Marvel. a Tom Cruise Ken doll. I think he says at one point, or maybe some other. I don't know where I heard this quote that he based the character for Patrick Bateman on like a Tom Cruise interview. He did. Yeah. Okay. Oh he wow. Did. Yeah. Tom the Tom Cruise is in the book. Um, oh wow! Because in in the book in the book they live in the same building, and uh, he like <laughs> they end up like in an elevator together, in one part. And um, Patrick Bateman says he's like, oh, I loved you in Bartender, and he's like, oh, it's actually like called Cocktail, <laughs> um, and like that is that's the. Their interaction. So, excuse me, are you but yeah, Tom, no Tom Cruise in this? TC, <laughs> PB, Pat Bateman, Thomas Cruzen. But yeah, have it? Have I? Have you read the book, Cam, or have you read the book, Kyle? No, I have. Yes, I've never read the book. You, uh, isn't it like really brutal? That's always what I, I've heard, Kyle. I found it more just long and rambling. Like there's oh. like three okay. chapters, like 20, 30 pages each, where the, he just talks about music. And that, I don't know. It's like more sh- Patrick Bateman shenanigans, but I mean, too many. And they kind of take forever to get through. I didn't like the book. I love the movie, though. Well, you see, Kyle. Oh, okay. It has such a consonant sheen of professionalism <laughs> that you can't, you can't even understand. <laughs> I think it's Huey's best work. Oh. There's a whole chapter on Whitney Houston. <laughs> 
Oh my god. All right. I think that's my next audio book that I download straight up cuz like I don't think I can read a real book anymore cuz I'm a I'm a, a cuck. Um how hard would it be to get Christian Bale what? to read the audiobook? Especially now? Prob- probably very. Really? You think so? This is his best. Oh, movie. maybe under quarantine he could do that. Who's that old guy who's always in stuff who's kind of Alex southern? Trebek. He was, I think he was the other coach in Remember the Titans. Dwayne the Rock um, Johnson. No, I don't. I don't. You guys would see no. him if you, if you knew, if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. But like, I swear to God, he might be solely the only person that reads Stephen King audiobooks. Because I, I downloaded uh, uh, Let It Bleed or uh, the, uh-huh. the, the short story one. I thought they were all from the 80s. This one apparently is about, I. the first one is about iPhones and like an old man. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, but I digress. That's the guy <laughs> reading it. But if you told me you got a Christian Bale reading American Psycho, like that should be something he does for like COVID relief money or something. Like put out, like, yeah. That could, yeah. That, I mean, hey, talk to your congressperson, listeners. <laughs> Make it happen. I, it's a, uh, it's Will Patton. That's his name. Will pa- yes, he's a beautiful bitch. Will Patton. Love his voice. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, uh, I guess we're at the time in the show where do we want to get into uh, some facts and history and all of that good gravy on American Psycho? Kevin, what do you got for us? Good gravy. Ooh. So um, most of the budget of this movie went, um, or it, the biggest cost for this film was uh, purchasing the rights to all the songs. I believe it. That were used throughout. Um, it. Yeah. This, this movie has a fantastic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so good. Chef Kiss. It's fantastic. Um, and, of course, I feel like this isn't really a fun fact because we all know that it's true. But uh, Christian Bale followed the skincare routine that Patrick Bateman <laughs> uses does, throughout production. Does it go into detail on that in the um, book, Kyle? Uh, probably. I'm sure they do. I I'm sure there was five yeah. pages about his skincare. You need to, uh, you need to cool. copy that and take some pictures and send that my way because, uh, I need to, I need to do something. I'm, I'm an ugly little troll boy. I'm getting Mo Sizzlack face as they say. You can, uh, you, you talk, you talk to me about that after the show. Yes, ma'am. We'll, we'll get Mo? you on a good routine. Oh, my God. friend. <laughs> Kid Mo. <laughs> Um, we'll make you kid gorgeous again. <laughs> I call this one the stinger. They don't let you use it. No. <laughs> um, Christian Bale also worked out like s- several hours a day. I believe it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's his his body is fucking incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. But um, like nobody can look like that without <laughs> working out for an insane amount of hours per day. Um, he was, he would work out on his own and then he would work out with a trainer. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he was doing like three or four hours of activity every day. That's fucking nuts. In preparation for this movie. Um, they had a lot of issues, uh, with the designer labels during production Hmm. as well. Um, because there were certain, certain labels that didn't want it want to be associated with this movie uh Ah. including rolex um 
Rolex agreed that anyone in the film could wear their watches except for Patrick Bateman. So the line uh, where he says, don't touch the watch, was originally, don't touch the Rolex. (laughs) But they didn't give permission. Uh, Yeah, uh, Calvin Klein pulled out of the project. Uh, Perry Ellis provided the underwear at the last minute because Calvin Klein pulled their name from uh, from the movie. Wow. uh, Comédie Garçon uh, refused to allow their overnight bags in the movies, so Jean-Paul Gaultier, um, Gaultier was, was used instead. So, there, yeah, there were just a lot of issues where I think there was permission given and then taken away, and then they had to find somebody else, um, which is, yeah, kind of stupid. Um, so that's where he got that overnight bag. Jean-Paul Gaultier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ceruti, I don't know who that is. I don't, I've never heard of that brand before, but they agreed to allow um, Patrick Bateman's character to wear their clothes as long as it wasn't during a scene that he was killing someone. Oh, good. So different companies had different standards for this movie um, because they're a bunch of whiny babies. I want him to be wearing Steve Madden shoes when he's slicing up a hooker. <laughs> I can slice, Aww. I can dice, but not if less I'm wearing my Maddens. Madden. That should be a that that oh man that I your this stuff writes itself for the ad industry. Get me some cocaine and and a suit. Hookers. Suit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say suit. <laughs> Those are a meat those suit. are all themes in this movie. You're all right. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> Hooray! Hookers blow. Oh my god! Suits. Apparently, it's cut with some sort of sweetener. If we do enough of it, <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll still get high. Yes, I love it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. When they're like screaming in that guy <laughs> in the bathroom, I can't. Do you mind? I'm so trying good. to do drugs <laughs> in here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, She's so like, good. oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. My bad. Excuse me, sir. I, I just, I didn't realize. <laughs> Would you like my dollar bill? <laughs> That's Did you guys notice it. that all all of the business cards in this movie say vice president on them? Yes. I think I did see that. Every yeah. single Isn't that crazy? One. I was like, what the Nuts. fuck? It's because they're all the same person. <laughs> good point, Cammie. What? Another good point. You know the website Anchor fantastic website for podcasters makes it easy to upload all your episodes they give out sponsorships to just about anybody so if you're just starting out it's a great place to go even us especially us now back to the movie what does that have to do with my recipe for beef stroganoff all of the yes all of their business cards say the exact same thing they all say that they're vice president which i think you know, we're going to talk about this later, I know, but uh, sort of perpetuates the sort of like half fantasy that this movie kind of resides in because you're kind of toward the end of the movie. You're not really sure. You're not really sure what's reality. What isn't. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of drives it home that these guys are all the fucking same. They're all the same person. Um, Cookie cutter. Yeah. That's I got. I have a theory on that, but I definitely it's it, it. That's the one thing I think I love so much about this movie is that it's so fantastical mm-hmm. and it's got so much like uh what's uh, let's just say chutzpah. It's got a lot of chutzpah <laughs> that you can't really 
Yeah, it, it's just because there are scenes where you're just kind of thinking to yourself, like, surely there will be a scene in like th- or, or there'll be a cut in three seconds where Patrick Bateman wakes up in bed and uh, in like with his little glass of warm milk. And then uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal will be sitting right next to him. She's like, <laughs> what's wrong, Bruce? And then he's just like, oh, Ra- Rachel, I just had the craziest dream. And then they Bob Newhart it. But like. <laughs> Rocking and a rolling. I that they're they're totally. It's just like okay. So I am to I am to take the word or the the screen. I am to take the screen's word for it and and expect all this is real. But like, mm-hmm. it, it just it gets so fucking bonkers. You're just like okay, something's up here. It's yeah. This can't yes. happen. Yeah. yeah. Or it did. Or it all happened. I got my own theory on how much is real in this, and I'll we'll talk about it later. Toward the end of the movie, um, there's the the part where he shoots the police cruiser, and then it explodes, yeah. um, and then he looks at the gun like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what did I just <laughs> do?" Um, yeah, I I think that sort of also perpetuates the fact that that what is happening in his head is happening in his head and not in real life, because that's a very like right, right. tropey like '80s, you know, cop movie. Thing oh, where it's nuts. you shoot something and it explodes for absolutely no reason. Yeah. You know, I'm like that's a fucking Schwarzenegger shot. Like, yes. what the hell? And then we've also got the iconic scene with Willem Dafoe when they're sitting in his office and he's he's interviewing uh, Patrick Bateman. Um, they shot that scene three different ways. Um, from Ooh. Willem Dafoe's perspective, they shot it. Um, first they told him to act it like he knew that Patrick Bateman killed Paul Allen. Then they did the scene like he didn't know, um, that Patrick Bateman, uh, killed him. And then another one where he wasn't really sure if he killed him. Um, like, like he, he, like he didn't think that he killed him. And so they spliced it together mm-hmm. to where you don't really know what Willem Dafoe's character is thinking because they used takes oh. from all three of those scenes that they shot. That has been, that is, that has been honestly one of the biggest, like crazy scenes for me. Like personally, just thinking like, oh my God, like it's, it's, it's just, I, it, with you telling me that it's just like, it totally makes fucking sense now. Cause there are times where it's just like. It almost gives him that uh, uh, like Sherlock Holmes vibe or something where uh-huh. he's like he's got he's on the he's on the ball a little bit more than he really think he is. Or is he just like some bumbling idiot like private eye? But like he, he's got there's something about him where you're just like, does he know or doesn't he know? Mm-hmm. And I just thought that just goes to show. I mean, and I mean, that's why they gave Willem Dafoe Togo uh, because he's <laughs> such a great actor and uh and Spider-Man. Uh, Jasmine and I watched that last... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Finish it! Deliver us from evil! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Rocking and a-rolling. <laughs> I... I love I love that movie. Uh, Togo didn't really grab me as much, but okay. you know it's. Uh, right. I had I had to go to bed, so I don't know what Togo is. Boo. It's a it's a it's like a it's the real dog that wasn't Balto. I guess it was like Balto overshadowed this dog forever, and it turns out Balto like was just like licking his dick the whole time. Uh, oh. to- Togo was saving all these diphtheria children. So <laughs> okay. 
Like wow. Kids under one arm and like injecting them with his other arm. And just like he was basically like a human furry. Like, wow. but real. Furries are human. Defoe was like his dad. So a dog dad. Yeah, it was strange. What a, I'm not going to watch that movie. It's on Disney Plus. Don't don't I'm not, bother. I'm not gonna. Um, <laughs> that, in my opinion, there's no part of that that interests me. That's the Simpsons machine, as I've been calling it. Ah, yes. Fire, boot up the Simpsons machine or the Thirteenth Year Viewer. Aw. <laughs> Just put that one on. I loop. love that movie. <laughs> Is that the one where he's a mermaid? Um, yes. Okay. He's a merman. He's all yeah. merman. And Uncle Joey is his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't get Alanis Morissette to do the soundtrack to save their lives. <laughs> they found him in a net, and you know what Joey said? <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are there any other... Uh, do you have any other fun facts or, or things to, to wet our proverbial brain whistles? There is a whole slew of fun facts about this movie, but we we can... we can Let's transition. Um, make a little, little transition I'll here into switch. some scenes that we really, really liked. Phil. Oh, can I start this one? Oh boy! Yeah. Oh man! Kyle, All right, do it. We're gonna, Kyle. Yeah, you're itching, man. Let's hear. We're it. gonna bring the big gun out first. Hip to be square. The greatest moment of, of cinema. I, I love every part of that. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. Hey, Alan. Yes, Alan. Why are the copies of the style section on the play? Do you, you have a dog? A little chow or something? <laughs> No, Helen. Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. In 87, Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to Be Square. A song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! Oh, I love every frame of Christian Bale is perfect. There's not a single moment of that I could imagine changing to make it better. Yeah, no. You know, I just, I can't. I, I, it's like, you can totally, he like, he's British IRL, but like straight up, it's like a regular, uh, a standard American actor who is doing a voice. I don't think could even do a, uh, do it with that kind of inflection. I don't yeah. think it would sound right, but like, but like, he's like, so on the fucking money uh-huh. with these like asshole wall street guys. It is like absurd. And just like, kind of like the whole thing leading up to them going back to his house uh, when he's just kind of, uh, he's getting, he's getting Paul Allen, Jared Leto drunker and drunker. And he's, and he's kind of telling him all these like little secrets about himself. He's like, I like to cut up girls. Do you know I'm utterly insane? Uh-huh. And he's just, it, 
it's just like he sounds it's like sexy the way he's saying it or just like very like ooh, like oh he's got such like a, a cadence to his voice yeah and then but as jared leto's getting sloppier and sloppier and ultimately uh huey lewis i like to dissect girls did you know i'm utterly insane uh <laughs> uh great tan marcus i mean really impressive where do you tan salon i've got a tanning bed at home you should look into it yeah he's just so carefully curated mm-hmm. as as a person in in the movie his character just holds himself to such a high standard that like that voice could be fake it could be a facade oh, totally. that he doesn't even let go of until toward the end you can kind of a teeny tiny little bit whenever he's starting to really freak out at the end of the movie you can hear there's a little bit of a british accent that comes through okay when he's talking to his lawyer uh yes and um i think maybe a little bit whenever he's talking to gene on the phone um okay but i digress okay (laughs) apparently the the entire cast and crew didn't know that christian bale was english well he's welsh um like they had no idea until like the rap party when he started using his regular voice again (laughs) which is so christian bale like that's who he is as an actor method acting baby can't stop all these teamsters like, hey, what's wrong with your voice? He's like, oh, um, I'm actually Welch. Yeah. And they're just like, you mean I shared a croissant with a Welchie? <laughs> with a Welshite? My father on his grave is turning over. <laughs> he screamed at the entire crew for walking into the shot. Um, oh. Acted like a complete asshole. Yeah. How crazy is Christian would it be? Bale a dick? Yeah, probably. How crazy would it be if he had I mean, hey. done like you know screamed at some guy for walking in his light with his fake Patrick Bateman voice, and then like <laughs> someone in the, in the in the crew who knows he's British is just hearing that. It's like no, he's actually you know going crazy. He's become Patrick Bateman. That well, like that PA is going to get murdered. Honest, well, the way he I honestly there's like it, there's a, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there is a YouTube clip of of Tom Cruise on like the red carpet i think he's like he's somewhere in in asia uh doing like a a premiere for uh uh, a mission impossible movie Mm -hmm. and the guy who he's talking to it's like some prank youtuber or something and he has a flower on his shirt and he squirts tom cruise with water Uh (laughs) and then just like tom cruise like won't let him leave and he's just like talking to him like super calmly and super kind of like patrick it's it reminds me so much of patrick bateman where he's just like why would you do that now i i've i've granted you this interview i have given this to you and how dare you act like that how dare you squirt me with water is it water i'm utterly annoyed that's very rude and it's just like i was like oh my god but so like when you said that he was like Based off of Tom Cruise, I totally 100% am riding that train with you because yeah. it's, it's so creepy. It's 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 eerie. Come here. Why would you do that? Cruise grabbed the guy, indignant but dignified. Hey, hey, no, 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 don't run, don't run away. You're a jerk. Thank God it wasn't Russell Crowe. God only knows what he might have done. Uh, let's let's keep going. I'm just chilling, rocking and rolling, a happy camper. <coughs> Tom Cruise is terrifying. <laughs> He really is. I'm afraid I started, to look him in the eyes if I ever meet him. I started watching um, <laughs> that that uh, Going Clear, the the Scientology documentary 
on HBO. Uh-oh. And it's just, if you haven't seen it, drop everything and go watch it. It is fucking oh, insane uh, that Tom Cruise is still, a, that anybody is still a part of Scientology. It's ridiculous. What do they have on him? What do they have yeah, on him? They got something on him and Travolta. Yes. They got something on Johnny on Johnny T. Is it is it that they're gay? It's okay to be gay. That's fine. Leave the church. You know? They got another video of him getting sprayed with water. It's fine. It's not okay for Tom Cruise. I mean, he's clearly got an image he's built perfectly over the years. Yeah. Like he's never done TV because he's a movie star. I'm sure the yeah. reason he got mm-hmm. pissed off with that YouTuber was because I'm, you know, a big cool star and you made me look silly. That's unacceptable. And in that vein, he can't not be what he's built himself up to be. If he's anything else, it's the end. As soon as the camera stopped rolling, he turned over his shoulder and said, get him, boys. And then, like, the guys in the fucking white white coats with the Scientology symbol came and just said, hey, you messing with Mr. Cruz, huh? Oh, my God. I don't think so, buster. <laughs> Cammy, what's a favorite scene of yours here? Um... I've got a couple. One of them is very brief, but I love um, the scene later in the movie whenever he breaks up with Evelyn at the restaurant and she's like crying (laughs) and he's telling her not to make a scene because it feels exactly like the scene in Legally Blonde a few years later whenever Warner dumps her. (laughs) He's like, bad salad. You're not terribly important to me. I know my uh, behavior can be erratic sometimes. What do you want me to do? What is it that you want? If you really want to do something for me, then stop making this scene right now. Oh, God, I can't believe this. I'm leaving. I'll assess the situation, and uh, I'm going. Where are you going? Just leaving. But where? I have to return some videotapes. Yeah, I was like, what is with this? Like, how many Reese Witherspoon movies are there where she gets broken up with at a restaurant and then cries um, very high-pitched? You're not terribly important to me. Yeah. Um, she was pretty insufferable, too. <laughs> like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. How young? She's got to be, like, super young in this movie. Yeah. Uh, probably in her late teens, right? Early yeah, twenty, early twenties. Like, she just looked like super young. I'd say and I was just 20s. like she looks like a baby. It's like all of the all of the people who are like closely related to him in this world of rich people. Um, they're all just so vapid, and they're all exactly the same. And then everybody, mm-hmm. everybody outside of that, just is a well-written, like, good person. Kimball, the the assistant gene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like the way they, I like the way they did that. Even, yeah, like the servers at the restaurants. A lot of this, a lot of the, a lot of the people who are serving them in restaurants and bars are people of color. And I think that that was done on purpose as well. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Just well, I to mean, kind who, of. The first person, the first person we see, Patrick, uh, kill, I think, in the movie is uh, is a black is man. A, is a black guy. Yeah, that was the other yeah. scene I was going to bring up. Um, that scene Ooh. makes me sick to my stomach. It's just so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so it's a good scene. It's it's fantastic, but it just really drives it home that he's a horrible. He's a horrible person. And even if that did only yes. happen in his head, 
the fact that we're it, it's, it's, it's it doesn't matter if it's just happening in his head because if that scenario is still happening in his head and he's he's happy about it it's a fantasy of his he's still right. sick you know this what you need i'm hungry yeah cold out too isn't it why don't you get a job if you're so hungry why don't you get a job i lost my job why you're drinking is that why you lost it? Insider trading? Just joking. Listen, what's your name? Al. Hmm? Speak up, come on. Al. Get a goddamn job, Al. You got a negative attitude. That's what's stopping you. You gotta get your act together. I'll help you. You are so kind, mister. You're kind. You're a kind man. It's okay. I can tell. Please, you gotta tell me what to do. You gotta help me. I'm so cold. I'm hungry. <laughs> you know how bad you smell. You reek of shit. Do you know that? <laughs> Al. I'm sorry. Just shit. I don't know. I don't have anything in common with you. We got a we got a double feature of this movie with like the secret life of Walter Mitty or something like that. Because <laughs> I I mean, they are. Te- this is like both. I feel like that both of these movies, or both of those movies, are like both ends of this like spectrum. Because uh-huh. it's like I, I, I don't know. I it just depending. I guess what your views are on it. But what uh, what did you have? A, you had another scene too. You said. Um, I was uh, the the brief one in the restaurant with Evelyn whenever he broke up with her, and then um, this this scene with the homeless guy. Um, I think another important scene is the one where he takes Jean to his apartment. Chloe Sevigny, his, uh, his assistant, um, who is the only person oh, really man. connected to that world of his who is a seemingly good person because she doesn't really mm-hmm. fit in. Every time he sees her, he tells her, like, she doesn't look good enough. She needs to wear a dress. She looks okay today. Like, he, she's never quite perfect enough for him but he keeps her around which is interesting and then high heels yeah I like a good high heel Ugh, gross then you wear high heels yes. patrick was that evelyn are you still seeing her i'm sorry i have no right to ask that Do you want me to go? Yeah. I don't think I can control myself. I know I should go. I know I have a tendency to get involved with unavailable men. And, I mean, do you want me to go? I think if you stay, something bad will happen. I think I might hurt you. You don't want to get hurt, do you? No. No, I guess not. I don't want to get bruised. You're right. I should go. Oh, don't forget you have a lunch date tomorrow with Donald Kimball at Smith & Walensky's. Thanks. Slipped my mind completely. 
I hate men in this movie specifically. Me too. Oh, we are the worst. <laughs> oh, insufferable. Um, and that's one of those movies where, uh, uh, sorry, scenes where when you see it for the first time, you're like, oh my God, he's going to kill her. No. No. Yeah. And then he well, doesn't. I think that might be... That- that that like so what do you guys think about that what do you why do you think he ultimately didn't just because of the whole because what he at the well at the same they're kind of having this conversation about uh whether or not they're committed to anybody at the moment and he's just like oh you know i'm kind of essentially he's like i'm kind of playing the field like i'm not i'm not with anyone especially no one special and then like evelyn leaves the voicemail Uh uh-huh kind of kind of like I'm you're all mine, Mr. Big Time CEO or whatever. Like yeah. what the fuck? And then she's just like, I should go. Yeah. I don't know. It's like on one hand, I feel like he really sees her purity as a person. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I don't know if it's just suddenly he's seeing a woman as not just like furniture or an object. He's seeing her as a person. And so he tries really, really hard to stop himself from, quote, killing her. Um, But he's the same way. He's the same way as all these other people where he's vapid. And the only thing that he thinks about is, like, reservations and cocaine. So. Yep. I'm not. I'm I mean, not what else is sure. I, I'm. Ass- I'm assuming that's that's it. Where we see an ounce of humanity in him. For a brief split second, he doesn't want to kill her. Then he's off playing with cats after that. It's sort of so like a few more <laughs> bites of sorbet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the scene. It's like at the end of um, the Silence of the Lambs, whenever Hannibal Lecter is like, "Oh no, you're far too important. I would never kill you," to Clarice. <laughs> it's like that. Keep <clears throat> keeps the game fun, I guess. Yeah. My theory, and it connects to my larger theory about the movie that nothing in this movie actually happened mm-hmm. um, is that he my general the general thing is that he doesn't like all these people who are the same he doesn't see them as people which is wh- why he's able to in his mind kill them mm-hmm. but Jean is like she's never yeah she's never cookie cutter and so he can't see her that way and so uh-huh. his last attempt to make her you know nobody like everyone else is in the apartment and mm-hmm. she doesn't she never fits the mold and so he can't not see her. So she's a real person. So he cannot kill her. And that mm-hmm. the she everything she says and does in my I theorize is real, and everything else doesn't happen. And so it's yeah. He was never gonna kill her because he couldn't because she was real. And it's uh, yeah. That's basically it. I got I can yeah. go into well, I mean, more detail later about why nothing in this movie happened. But that's the long and short of it for Gene. Sure. I, I, well, I, it, that whole, okay. Cause I had, I don't know. It's it, some of the, some of my favorite scenes in this movie, like straight up, like there's a scene where he eventually it's like uh, uh, all the, the entire like end of the night chase scene, essentially where he's kind of like at his kookiest and it's uh-huh. almost at like, it's not, it's, uh, it's just like, it all starts off with him trying to show, he's like, how can I fit this cat <laughs> into this fucking ATM and then he pulls out a gun and it's just like like that like what the fuck like, yeah okay that is cl- and then just like the old lady is like what are you doing and he blows her away but then ultimately it just turns into like a 
like a six-person spree that ultimately ends up with him in his office and like the helicopter. And then he's on the phone freaking out to his lawyer like, oh, God, this is oh, my what's happening? And uh, geez, I, I, I killed a bunch of people and I, I, I ate I ate some brain. I'll admit it. I ate a little. <laughs> Howard, it's Bateman, Patrick Bateman. You're my lawyer, so I think you should know I've killed a lot of people. Some escort girls in an apartment uptown. Uh, some homeless people, maybe five or ten. Um, an NYU girl I met in Central Park. I left her in a parking lot behind some donut shop. I killed Bethany, my old girlfriend, with a nail gun. Uh, and uh, some a man of a little dog last week. I uh, I killed another girl with a chainsaw. <laughs> I had to. She almost got away. And uh, someone else there, I can't remember, maybe a model, but she's dead too. And uh, Paul Allen. I killed Paul Allen with an axe in the face. His body is dissolving in a bathtub in Hell's Kitchen. I don't want to leave anything out here. I guess I've killed maybe 20 people, maybe 40. Uh, I have uh, tapes of a lot of it. Uh, some of the girls have seen the tapes. I even, um, I ate some of their brains. Uh, oh, and I tried to cook a little. Tonight, I, uh, <laughs> I just had to kill a lot of people. And, um, I'm not sure. I'm gonna get away with it this time. So, uh, I mean, oh, I guess I'm a pretty, uh, I mean, I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. So, if you get back tomorrow, I may show up at Harry's bar. So, you know, keep your eyes open. That that phone call, I think, is probably one of my favorite scenes because that's when he is, like, truly, like, glistening. Like, he does not look human. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and you're just kind of like, what is happening? But also at the same time, I feel like you get other bits of... Of, of Bateman throughout the movie where he's like tr- really aggressively trying to, uh, to be like, he, he's trying to appease everybody and, and, and not bring up any kind of suspicion or any kind of doubt, no matter what. And that's not just like with his killing. It's, it's just with like life in general. What is up, Spooky Time Faithful? This is one of your hosts, J-Dog, J-Dizzle in the Hizzle. I'm here to tell you about a new little show we've got on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash spookytimepodcast. That little show is called Jazz and Jay are fucking cursed. Here's a little taste of what you've been missing. It's like if we already have an abundance of these things, these like skeletons that people probably donated over time, I mean... 
What's, they, it literally was, is what it was. It said yeah. they had to go to like the science outpost or whatever. It was. It's almost. I can't remember the exact term he used for it. Mm-hmm. But there's a place where you can go and you pay the money and boom, you have a skeleton. Yes. And you can use the carpool lane now. Jazz and Jay are fucking cursed. Our limited series taking a deep dive into the cursed films show on Shutter. Currently streaming all five parts available now. Patreon.com slash Spooky Time Podcast. Give it a listen. Give it a like. Tell us what you think. Do you like these limited series? Do you like want more limited series? I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, more things coming. Possibly an Adam Sandler miniseries coming up. <laughs> Shut up! Who knows? Hopefully, it's happening. Don't worry. It'll be great. Okay. I love you. Goodbye. Enjoy. Mwah. Yeah, like at the beginning of the movie, he totally uh, just kind of what I mean by that point is that he uh, they're 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 talking about um, it's like him and his and his pals are all talking about like another guy at the company. And then one guy like rags on him or whatever for being Jewish or something. And then he's just mm-hmm. like, hey, cool with the anti-Semitic remarks. And just like so he's trying to like give off this uh man of the people like i'm not racist or like don't do shit like he just doesn't Mm want to bring up any suspicion and then his whole uh his whole little speech when um uh when they end up meeting i can't remember who how they knew those people those like club kids they were someone was related to someone and then their boyfriend was there and then he kind of goes on this whole thing Mm -hmm. like we need to end apartheid and 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 feed the hungry and like clothe the clothless yeah. and house the homeless mm-hmm. and then women need rights and everyone's just like oh patrick that was oh beautiful and then like and yeah like a half hour later they're like sitting in that restaurant having drinks and they're like like no girls have good personalities all women yeah. suck yes. mm-hmm. you know it's a facade tell me stash do you think soho is becoming too commercial Yes, I read that. Oh, who gives a rat's ass? Hey, that affects us. Oh, well, what about the massacres in Sri Lanka, honey? Doesn't that affect us, too? I mean, do you know anything about Sri Lanka? How, like, the Sikhs are killing, like, tons of Israelis over there? Come on, Bryce. There are a lot more important problems than Sri Lanka to worry about. Like what? Well, we have to end apartheid, for one, and slow down the nuclear arms race, stop terrorism, and world hunger. We have to provide food, and shelter for the homeless and oppose racial discrimination and promote civil rights while also promoting equal rights for women. We have to encourage a return to traditional moral values. Most importantly, we have to promote general social concern and less materialism in young people. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> how thoughtful. Uh, it's ridiculous. And it's just like, dude, what is happening here? But ultimately I have, I guess I have two theories on this movie. Um, every, everything that happened was in his head and he is like a truly fucked up. He's like a sociopath, uh, psychopath with no, with no wherewithal to like actually do these things. Or he's just like so mentally ill that he believes he is. Uh, so that's, that's one theory. Um, another theory that I have is kind of like what can't, what you said before Cammy about how like, you know, all the cards are exactly the same. They all say vice president. 
everyone's got the same haircut. Everyone's got the same glasses. Everyone is constantly, mm-hmm. everyone's constantly like uh, mistaking each other for somebody else. Yeah. So I think that like maybe he was actually committing all of these crimes and doing all of these things. But the fact of the matter is no one necessarily wants to prove that they don't know who they're talking to or that they really don't really care who they're talking to. And it's just that he was committing these like the like the lawyer. He's like, that's impossible. I had dinner with Paul Allen in uh, in London twice. And it's just like, but were you really with Paul Allen or was it uh, kind of a um, or you thought you were with Paul Allen? And then the whole mm-hmm. thing with uh, with Willem Dafoe ultimately being like, because the question that Willem Dafoe s- sort of poses to him and he always kind of brings up every time he's on screen is just like, where were you the night that Paul Allen disappeared? And Bateman doesn't know. He like scrambles or throws an excuse out. But then ultimately yeah. Willem Dafoe like feeds it to him like, oh, yeah, you were at uh, you were at Arcadia with so or Aquarius or uh, Atlantis yeah. with. With so-and-so, and he's just like, right, I was. And it's just like, all of these guys are so, like, basic and so kind of, like, have their heads so far up their own ass. They don't even see the shit that's going on, like, right in front of them. So that yeah. that's, that's an opinion I have, is that possibly these things were being done, and he was p- perpetrating all these crimes, but nobody gives a shit enough to really be like, oh, yeah, he was with, the, or he wasn't there. Uh huh. They all they all just think they were with each other, but they don't really because no one really knows who anyone. The they can't they can't tell. You no, know, I like that idea. Adam from from whomever else. It's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a very interesting look at that. I like that. Yeah, I've never Put really that, heard it phrased like that. That's interesting. I like that. I like that theory. And that's been Jared's theories. I'm your host, <laughs> Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Last time I saw Paul Allen, <laughs> I saw a little off-Broadway production called "Oh Africa, Brave Africa, <laughs> Laugh Riot." Oh that's my. that's my favorite line in the whole movie. It was and a laugh just riot. So dead, he's so dead yes. faced when he says it. Like, oh my! Like, okay, what if you had <laughs> to pick a favorite line in this, like a favorite one-liner or a favorite? Uh, uh, just line in general what 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 would you guys pick definitely the one i just said <laughs> okay africa oh brave africa yeah it was a laugh riot oh my god kyle what about you <laughs> oh i can't pick just one if i had to maybe just i'm going to return some videotapes okay that's <laughs> why a good haven't one? i said that more i love in my it i love life. it oh jared uh, i know what yours is uh, you do you? okay go go uh, ahead, go ahead and say it because i'm pretty sure i know what it is <laughs> this pops up in my uh this pops up in my vocabulary uh, vocabulary a lot and i say this around around the house sometimes and then jasmine just kind of looks at me like i'm crazy but i uh uh my favorite the first one that comes to mind at least is uh sabrina don't just stare at it eat it <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i knew After- it <laughs> Can we go? We're not through yet. <laughs> oh, uh, it looks like you're done. But uh, but after rewatching this movie, I thought when I was when I was until today, I thought when he said that he meant like eater eater vajaj. He was uh, he was talking about her butt. Yes, he was. <laughs> Eat that ass. <laughs> yes, he was, Jared. 
Uh, Patrick Bateman was a pioneer of ass eating. <laughs> if he can look past the murders, he was actually a, kind of an innovator. Yes, yes. Where's his uh, statue? Good for him. A sex move so catchy, it's got a consummate <laughs> sheen about it. <laughs> I love it. He's the Donner party oh of ass God. eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. You guys want to hear my theory about how much of this actually happened? My f- fully explained? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so this style. is my first time watching this movie with this idea in mind, and I it checked out almost everywhere, in my opinion, is that it's every place he is in the movie, he's actually there. He's like at his job. He's at his apartment. He's you know, at a restaurant, he is always in place, the same kind of place, but everything happening around him is his fantasy of that. Like the reason he's in his office mm-hmm. and we never see him working is because he, he fantasizes he's a vice president, but he doesn't know what they do. And so he can't do work in his fantasies. He just has to sit there when he's <laughs> talking yeah. to the police, you know, I'm sh- like, I imagine the detective just came by, like I have to interview 40 people in this building about Paul Allen and Patrick Bateman was just one. It was, he's talking to a cop, so there's always got to be suspense. So in his mind, it's a very, you know, kind of tense, you know, I got to avoid suspicion by saying the right thing. And so he add that tension. Right. Whenever he's killing people. Because he's got something yeah, to hide. Whenever he's killing people, he's, he never actually killed anyone. He fantasized about it, which is why they're always so kind of over the top. He throws a chainsaw through a woman. He shoots down cop mm-hmm. cars. That's just his mind. Like, that's how murders happen, I guess. I don't know, but that's his what he expects them to be in his fantasy. And so everything yes. that happens and I, is just, he's in that room like with these people, but nothing we see is real. Honestly, I could, that the whole thing about like him being at work and just like doing a crossword puzzle the whole time. It just, it totally, and like just looking at porn and like farting around in his, in his planner. It totally makes sense because like, I don't know how much you want to like look into this, but like Evelyn straight up says your father owns the company. So is he just straight up like on the payroll and he just like shows up to work and looks nice and never does any actual work in the uh, books? Yeah, I don't know. In the book, he ends up saying, um, well, I have to have a job and I have to work because that's what people expect of me that's part of my illusion is that i need to be working well yeah and, and then yeah i think he falls up to her in, in the movie like it, i i want to yes. fit in yeah. or whatever and it's just like is it because you like i don't know is he just like so dysfunctional that he because he has these thoughts and doesn't actually act on them or is he really acting on them but no that's i like that kyle so you ultimately think he wasn't killing anybody not a soul not a soul. I like to think that he Ooh. wasn't actually killing anyone because that perpetuates my theory that Patrick Bateman is actually a huge pussy. He's like the BTK of killers um, in movies. <laughs> you know, where yeah. he's, he's just like, it's like, you're so fucking lame, dude. You know, and that just if, if none of it is actually happening, that really just drives it home for me. Um yeah, soft boy. Yeah, I, I'm like, if you're going to do it, do it, you know? Don't just think about mm-hmm. it. Eat it. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, because I mean, what's it called? Doesn't, it, it, it's like several people, I mean, like Paul Allen says it, his lawyer says it, and then like, doesn't, so, I'm pretty sure someone else at one point, they all like allude to him being like, oh yeah, Bateman's a dork, or yeah. Bateman's like such a, well, such a weenie, or just like, he's... He's like such a little, I don't know. And then it, it kind of like shows, especially like, yeah, like at the end, he's like, I'm a happy camper. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God, like yeah. loser. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, like he's yeah. got all these like stupid old like daddy phrases. Like no, like it's. I don't know, but yeah, I think he. I think you could. Uh, I. I mean that that just shows that how good of a movie this is that we can all have a uh, uh, our own solidified uh, interpretation of what actually the fuck we saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this was so good. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Can we do this now, one again next week? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe American Psycho two. Isn't Mila oh, Kunis wow. in that movie? Yes. I've never and, seen uh, that one. Danny Masterson from 70 Show. Oh, God. It? I thought you had. Uh, wait, is it he is... really in that movie? Yeah. That oh, movie no. is an abomination on this planet Earth, and oh. I hate well, it. Well, then why would we want... Maybe you should do that for your own little Patreon show, Kyle. Your own <laughs> little Kyle cast. Kyle cast. I might be doing that. Speaking of that, guys, <laughs> I, I have a little Kyle cast on the Patreon if you want to listen to it. More yes. plugs at the end. It, yes, they'll come up. They'll be coming up soon. Yes. Uh, ultimately i don't really have anything else on this uh on this movie other than i i love it i love the cast i love the uh i love the way it's shot i love everything about it and uh yeah i what about you guys anything else you want to add i straight up like in college met people who i'm absolutely sure would idolize patrick bateman and try and live his life exactly yeah no yeah there are always gonna be people like that the murders like he's still such They're a fucking proud boys man <laughs> yeah they all voted for trump yeah <laughs> and he straight up does he straight up say he's like point, obsessed with donald, donald trump car? in this movie yes. <laughs> is that ivanka trump <laughs> or no uh, i ivana ivana I yeah was the wife yeah or, the, ivana, ivana trump, yeah. yes at the fucking like dirty <laughs> fucking like tex- texarkana tex- yes <laughs> i'd eat there oh, <laughs> i mean it looked, looked good cool. yeah Looks but like they make a good margarita. Dorcia. Dorcia. They got a three alarm fire chili. <laughs> That'll kill you. This is Dorcia? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. So, oh my God. We didn't even get into that too. <laughs> the fucking, oh, his crazy, uh, his crazy girlfriend. Yeah. Who's coked not out like, who's mistress. Who's, yeah. And yeah, she's like, like she out, was, but... she's a great character because it's like, you can tell I don't know. This is my perspective on her, but you can tell she's just so fucking unhappy and she just mm-hmm. wants to be loved and she wants to love someone. And she didn't she say that she was like, I just want like two kids, you know, and yep. and so yeah. she's like somehow gotten wrapped up in this insane world of vapid rich people and I don't know. I feel bad for her throughout the entire movie because she's just so out of her mind on drugs all the time because she's obviously extremely yeah. unhappy with her lifestyle. And it, and it's like, yeah. you can tell that like Lewis, her, her boyfriend slash fiance is like, he's, he, you can just tell he's like a genuinely like for the most part, like I feel like he's more care. He's the most caring out of that entire group. Yeah. And he's like, maybe he might be the most, um, uh, human mm-hmm. out of all of them. Yeah. Like, with like value, like good moral values. But like, at the same time, it's just like, you look at his relationship with, with Courtney and it's like, Oh, like, why does she feel that way? Cause isn't Lewis like great. And then like, or really nice to her uh-huh. and shit like that. But then you find out, Oh yeah, he's, he's secretly into, and he's secretly gay. And yeah. He loves Patrick. Uh-huh. Like, I could tell how you were looking at me at the Christmas party last year. Yeah. 
So she's in a relationship that maybe otherwise would be fulfilling, except for the fact that yes, he's gay. He can't truly love her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very, uh, very sad. I feel bad for her. Yes. Because I think, is she the mother of uh, Mila Kunis? Like or in the actress in the, or the sequel? No, no, no. In the sequel, is she supposed to? Because I, oh, I, don't I know. thought that's what I always thought of. Like when I when I heard that the, there was a sequel movie and it was about his daughter, and I know that they were fucking. It's not. I didn't it's know not about his daughter. It's, oh, it's not. Okay. No, she's just a child who survived his killings and then became crazy. Oh, oh. wow! It's so now bad. I need to see this movie. Don't. I think it's it's free on Tubi. As last I checked, so. <laughs> It might also be on Amazon. I, f- I kept running into it when I was looking for American Psycho today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what do you guys want to call this? Uh, uh, it's another it's a new marathon. Psychos and Mad Men. It's a uh, it's a new it's a new award show. So what do you guys want to call these awards? What's the name of the guy from Psycho? Norman Bates. Bates. Norman Bates. Uh <laughs> One through five, Norman Bates, and then the <laughs> the crowning achievement is going to be a mother. <laughs> the mother. The Mrs. Bates. Wow. Um, like well, I'm going to. I'm. I. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna maybe put a little. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Playful peanut butter soup in your asshole here in a second here, but what? Um, I don't know I'm what giving... that's going to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving scared. this movie. I'm giving this movie a, a, a Mrs. Bates already. This is like oh my god. T- I think we all are honestly, but like I, I'm going to yes. <laughs> I'm just a happy camper. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the phone's ringing off the hook for Mrs. Bates. Wow. Yeah, I think I might too. We gotta. I don't know, but if I, but if I'm not sure about it, should I? Am I just going along with then, what you guys I, are doing? Did we not you just, should, you should just watch give... a movie? To, basically telling us to not follow the crowd? Um, but no, if, if this, if <laughs> this isn't... tip to be square. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, in that case, um, I think I will, um, I will give this movie uh, a solid 4.7. 4. On, 4. On, the, on the Bates okay, scale. Okay, that's fair. Almost there. On the... um, it is... I was like... What happens when we all give a give a, a Mrs. Bates or we all we it's all, all give like a ten here. out of ten? Um, oh my god! Yeah, I don't. Then I don't end know. End the month or like something like we'll like summon like some sort of like I don't know because that just makes me think of like House of Cosby's where like every tenth Cosby has superpowers <laughs> and it fucking like just like oh, and then no. they ultimate like all the superpower Cosby's come together to make like a Megazord essentially and it's just it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. But Bill Cosby's a monster, so uh, yes, only supported if you like Justin Roiland. So, you guys hear he's leaving prison because it's too dangerous for him to be in there with the virus. Yeah. Uh, well, he bumped into it because he's blind. I heard he yeah. keeps bumping into the <laughs> coronavirus. I can't see it; it's everywhere. And telling it to stop no! swearing. <clears throat> um. Anyway, do you okay? So we've got a uh, we've got a four point seven, and then two Mrs. Bates's. What uh, is there? What 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 is better than that? Than a uh, uh, a piece of cherry pie a la mode? I don't think anything. 
Yeah, what do we do now? Three happy camper. Three Mrs. Bates would have been perfect. We're just gonna Maybe we're just gonna continue this month. We gotta stop putting the best one first. Like we did that with the werewolves. Now we're doing Damn. American Psycho. Next well, month we're gonna have we'll to find some... adjust. Maybe we'll find an uncut gem, so to speak. And no, I don't mean Adam Sandler's cock, but uh... but I have seen the next one. Do we want to tell the guys what, yeah. what's happening next week? Tell the viewers. Yeah, what's coming up next? Who's who's coming next? We gotta be shh, quiet because it's the silence of the lambs. <gasps> yes. Dun dun dun. Oof. Oh, I I I just. Dang it! I I love that accent on uh, on on uh, her name is escaping me right now. Jodie Foster per- on that Jodie Foster. I love that accent on that Jodie Foster. Uh. What a gal, Mr. Bates, Mr. Er, M- M- Mr. Lecter. I just, <laughs> oh, the lambs just won't stop dang old screaming. I'm uh, you know what I'm saying? So cute. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. I am too. I can't wait. Oh my. God. In okay, between now well, and then, I'm gonna learn to make the lector like hissing noise. <laughs> that like that. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, practice makes perfect. And speaking of practice and perfect, oh, you can find me on Instagram at daddy underscore dangerfield. I'll be your friend. I'll be your buddy. I'll help you return some videotapes should you need it. <laughs> uh, Daddy underscore Dangerfield on Instagram. Kelly, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. You can also find me on Twitter at Crambly, if you so please. You can find us as a network on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. You can find us on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. You can also find us on Facebook under the moniker Spooky Time Network. If you would like. That's a lot of shit. Um, our producer, Kaylee Jensen, is at your girl Jen on all platforms of social media, should you want to follow her. Um, and uh, yeah, Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, follow me on Twitter, Fievel Goes West. You guys know how to spell Fievel, except I spelled it wrong. <laughs> uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, <laughs> I gotta be hurry, we're almost done with this segment. Um, Old man yells at clouds underscores in, on, and around the words. And if you guys want to donate $102 to the Patreon, I will sit down with a schematic for an ATM and I will tell you how to get a cat inside of it. Really? I hear it can be done. Meow. (laughs) You can send the cat in there and get the money. I I feel you. The cat won't be coming back out. It will be in pieces. <laughs> like I was saying, like Kyle was saying, like Cammy has been saying, uh, patreon.com slash spooky time podcast on there. You can find a nice little backlog of bonus shows, marathons, and coming soon. Uh, Kyle's little brand new podcast, the Kyle cast $5 or more gets you access to all of that fun stuff. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, we really appreciate it. The patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. Also, if you got time to spare, give us a, uh, give us a, a review, give us a subscribe, smash that subscribe button on Apple podcasts, Spotify, leave a review, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that super helpful. Would love to hear from you. Uh, also, if you got any questions, concerns, or want to hit us up, spooky time with KJ at gmail.com, spooky time with KJ at gmail.com. We will be back next week with the silence of the lambs. Okay, we love you. See you next week. Bye bye.